Thank you for listening to the Lake Murray Baptist Church podcast. Lake Murray Baptist Church is a Southern Baptist church located in Lexington, South Carolina. My name is David Sons, and I serve as the family and discipleship pastor here at the church, as well as the host of this podcast. Our hope is that this podcast would be a resource for our members who are seeking to live out their faith in Jesus Christ in their everyday lives. We want to use this platform to exalt Jesus and equip the members of Lake Murray to be the church where they live, work, and play. Thanks for joining us for episode three. My guest today is our student pastor here at Lake Murray Baptist Church, David Bennett. David, thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be here. All right, so David, your responsibility here, primary responsibility, you do a lot of things for our staff, for our church, but your primary responsibility here is high school and middle school students. And so high schoolers and middle schoolers are probably like a lot of us responding to this current crisis, the COVID-19 spread of the coronavirus in varying ways. Some of them are probably very fearful. Some of them are viewing this a little bit more flippantly. Um, How should Christian students, uh, particularly, I guess, our students, but really any middle or high school student or parent of student who's listening to this, how can Christian students respond to this crisis in a healthy way? Yeah, I think, uh, David, I think you're exactly right. Uh, I think that there are kind of two extremes, right? There's the uh, really fearful, anxious, stressed out, like asking questions, playing the what if scenario. And then there's the other side of it that's just like, hey, this is no big deal. I'm not going to get it. Nobody I know is going to get it like this, uh, kind of the, an apathetic response to it. And and so to kind of address those two responses, I think that really the apathy response, uh, what I would, would say to students that kind of have that response or are leaning in that response is this is something to take seriously. This is not something to kind of be flipping about, maybe not even something necessarily to uh, to heavily joke about, but this is something that's serious that, that a lot of people are being infected with and, and that people are dying from. And so I think it reminds us about the reality of death. And so uh, we, we need to take that seriously. Uh, on, the, on the other end of it, uh, for those that are, that are fearful, uh, that are anxious, that are worried, that are stressed, um, you know, my first response to them would, would, would be, I, I think that's a normal response. I think that that's okay. And, and, and to, to let students know that you are not alone in feeling that way uh, is really, really important. And, and I would just say uh, that the Scriptures continually remind us, though, that we should fear not. I mean, that's one of the most common uh, the commands that we see in all of Scripture is, do not be afraid. And I think that's just so important and timely for us to, to remember during this time is that because of the confidence that we can have in Christ, because of what Jesus has done for us in conquering sin and death and even sickness, uh, we can have hope, we can have courage, uh, and, and we, can, we can have joy even in the midst of something that can actually be really, really scary. Uh, and so I do think that there is this middle ground. There is this uh, kind of middle ground, a, a biblical, a healthy way to respond to this. And I think some of the, you know, the, the practical pieces of, of responding in the middle between fear and anxiety and between uh, apathy is, is really just to ask the question, how can I continue to be a faithful disciple of Jesus even in this season? How can I continue to grow in my walk with Christ? How can I be respectful of what others are asking me to do? How can I uh, be okay with being in, in the house for an extended period of time? And so I, I think it's, it's, the healthy way to respond to this as a student is to see this not as a burden, not as something to be fearful of, but actually as an opportunity 
uh, for growth, an opportunity for maturity in Christ, an opportunity uh, to look at and to say, hey, what is God actually trying to teach me in this season? Uh, not just kind of getting caught in the, in the midst of all the turmoil, but actually saying, hey, okay, God, what, what is it that you want to do inside of me, inside of my heart, and inside of my life over the next few weeks? Yeah, that's so good. I, I, I appreciate just even in the middle of that kind of drawing students or really all of us, our eyes back to the scriptures in this. How, how do the scriptures address issues of fearfulness and, and how do scriptures deal with these issues that, you know, are these? this is a reality of living in a broken world. I was just even reading this morning in, in Psalm 62, where, where the psalmist just tells um, uh, the people to trust in the Lord at all times, right? Yeah. And to pour out your heart before him. And so I think even in, in these situations, right, we trust that the Lord is good, that he's sovereign, and that we can go to him in prayer. And through reading the word, through prayer, we find the, the appropriate way to respond in this. Yeah, I think uh, the, the scripture that we are encouraging students to memorize in this season is, is Philippians 4, uh, 4 through 9. And part of that scripture uh, is, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And uh, I love that passage because what it what it does is Paul doesn't just only say, "Hey, don't be anxious." Uh, he actually gives us something to replace that anxiety and that fear with, and that's prayer, supplication, thanksgiving. So, so prayers of thanksgiving actually repl- replace feelings of anxiety. And I think that's something that I'm being reminded of personally, but it's so important for our students that, hey, in this season when you are prone towards anxiety, remember what Paul says here. Remember what the Psalms say. Remember what really all of Scripture says is to not be fearful, but actually to place our trust and our faith in the Lord. And one of the practical ways we do that is through prayer, is that we voice to God that we trust Him, that we are uh, we have our faith in Him, and that He is uh, sure, and that He is steady, and that His uh, His love is steadfast for us. Yeah, this situation, this this pandemic, has obviously put churches in a really unique situation to have to minister in in very creative ways. And student ministry is a critical part of what we do as a church. And so, what are some of the ways that our student ministry is seeking to care for and to minister to students during this time of crisis? Really, over the next couple of weeks, or, or potentially over the next few months, nobody really knows at this point, but how are you seeking to kind of reach out to care for our, our student ministry, caring for ministering to students during this time? Yeah, there certainly is a lot of uncertainty uh, in, in, during this time. And so I was actually talking to another student pastor earlier this week, and we were both uh, expressing just our concern that this would turn into a dead period for student ministry and how both of our hearts are just that that wouldn't take place, that it wouldn't be seen as a dead period. Uh, we talk in student ministry here at Lake Murray about three words, and those three words are gap gather, grow, and go. And as I think about those three words and the season that we have in front of us, the thought that comes into my head is we actually do have the opportunity to do all three of those things, even in this season. Mm. Now, they're going to look different, like gathering, growing, and going are going to look different. But but gathering, we we have the opportunity to gather together. It's going to look different because it's going to be digital. Uh, It's going to be in front of your computer, in front of your phone, but that's still, it's still gathering. It's just gathering, not in person. Uh, We certainly have the opportunity to grow. And so some of the resources that we're providing are opportunities for students to, to grow in their knowledge of the word and in prayer and then go. And this is one of the things that I think is actually, I look forward to see how God's going to use this. I, I think in some ways uh, it, it can almost be a little easier digitally to reach out to 
and to extend an invite to students that, that are lost or maybe not connected to a church, it's actually easier to go with the gospel to your friends digitally maybe than it is even in person. Now, that doesn't give us an excuse to not go in person once this passes, but I think that Man, what what if our students began to be proactive in sending messages to and encouraging those students that are far from Christ during this season that might actually lead to the gospel moving forward uh, through this season and it not being a dead season? So anyway, we're doing a lot of things in student ministry to, to kind of help in those three areas. Uh, one is that we've introduced what we're calling the, the Fear Not Challenge. It's a 10-day uh, Bible reading and prayer challenge where we're just posting uh, some scripture that has to do with not fearing, uh, trusting in the Lord. And, uh, and then also has a prayer prompt for each day that gives our students an opportunity to do that. There's a, there's a memorization component to that where we're encouraging students to memorize that Philippians 4, 4 through 9 over the next 10 days. Uh, and so we're, we're doing that on an ongoing basis. Uh, on Wednesday nights, we're planning to do an Instagram Live and a Facebook Live, uh, you know, gathering together as students. And, and again, that's a little bit different, but we're utilizing the technology that we have. And I think that that's what's uh, important in this moment is to utilize uh, the blessing of technology that, that God has given us to be able to come together, to pray, to study God's Word together. And we're encouraging students to go. And, and the way that we're encouraging them to go, hey, invite friends to be a part of that, share that, post that, like that onto uh, your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter feeds, uh, so that we can get the Word out. And, and I, I'm really praying that maybe some students who have not placed faith in Christ would tap into some of these things that we're doing and maybe hear the gospel for the first time. Uh, and, and just maybe we would have some students place faith in Christ uh, even during this season with the, with the coronavirus. And so we're also looking at some other new and creative ways in the coming weeks because we don't know how long this is going to last, looking at how could we get our connect groups together uh, you know, via technology, how we might be able to have just some student hangouts digitally uh, with some different types of technology. So I'm excited about those and how God might use those uh, uh, within our student ministry over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, even as you say that, I, I'm excited about the prospect of seeing in the next few weeks how students particularly utilize technology really in, in possibly creative ways for evangelism or for discipleship or for care or for ministry. That's right. Uh, obviously, they uh, oftentimes have the best handle on technology. Right, uh, and, absolutely. And, and more so probably than, than some adults do. Yep. Uh, and so it's exciting for me to think about ways that student might be able to utilize uh, technology for the spread of the gospel, even during a, a very un, uncertain time. And so uh, obviously all churches are trying to figure out what does it look like that you talked about, that gather piece. When we can't physically gather, uh, how, how do we kind of use the technology available to us to, to virtually gather together? But there is one place that students are, and that's at home. That's right. right. And they are at home. There, there's no school. Oftentimes, uh, parents, many parents are, are home from work now. And so families are kind of home together. And I think whereas this can be seen as a little bit of an inconvenience to our schedule, uh, specifically as a parent, I've got three small children and they're at home. And uh, it, it's hard sometimes to not see this as just an inconvenience on our schedule. But but really, how can parents see these next few weeks not as an inconvenience, but as an opportunity to disciple their students? I think that's so key, David, because uh, it can be so easy to see the next few weeks 
uh, and and maybe not be anxious over the coronavirus, but be anxious over the fact that we've got a lot of weeks in the house together uh, with little opportunity to to kind of go outside of the walls of our house. And uh, I, I just I just echo that that to not see this as as a burden, to not see this as something to be anxious over, but see this as an opportunity for your family to gather together to grow closer. Uh, to, to the Lord and closer to each other. And so what I would say to parents during this time, specifically parents of teenagers, but also can uh, can apply to kids as well, the first thing I would say, and I know this may sound uh, very basic, is is just to check in with your students, is to daily check in with them more than just, uh, hey, you okay? You doing all right? But, but being really intentional to ask some specific questions uh, of students each and every day of how they're doing, how they're feeling, uh, how are they processing these things, giving students an opportunity to do that, I think is really, really important. The second thing I would say is to, to ask specific questions. Ask specific questions of your student um, and, and, and make that a daily practice. Uh, we give a tool to our parents uh, called Five Questions, and we tell parents that they can ask these five questions after any one of our student ministry gatherings. But most of these questions, as I was looking through them, could really apply during this season as well. And so those five questions are, who was someone you talked to or you connected with? I guarantee you, your student has connected with somebody over social media or text or phone call that day. Who is somebody they talked to? And that's going to be really important for students as they continue to connect. Uh, what was one topic or scripture that they discussed? So that's just maybe checking in to make sure that they you know, did their quiet time or that they spent some time with the Lord that day and asking them what scripture they read. Tell me about something that you learned. What was something that you wished your friends would have been able to hear? That's a great question to ask them, to point them to think about, hey, who could you share what you're learning with with somebody maybe who doesn't know Christ? And then finally, how can I pray for you this week? That last question I think is so important for parents is to uh, to ask their student, hey, how can I pray for you this week? What can I pray for you for specifically in this week uh, that we're in there? So that I would just ask specific questions. That's a tool and a resource that uh, we use and that I'm going to try to make available to our parents uh, on some of our social media platforms. The last thing I would say is really engage together as a family. Engage in the things that we're putting out as a church in student ministry. Uh, I got a I got a, a text from uh, a, a parent today actually who said, "Hey, I'm looking forward to our whole family together gathering together uh, for us to be able to to tap into the Instagram live gathering tonight." And and that's what I love to hear because I think it's important for families to gather together. Don't let uh, your students just kind of be in their room the whole day. Is hey, come together around the dinner table, come together in the living room, and and do these things together. When we do an Instagram live or a Facebook live uh, stream. Uh, come together and, 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 and be in the room together. I think that's just so, so important. And here's what I would say also, because I've heard this from parents before, and it's true. I would say this is probably going to be awkward. At first, this is probably going to be awkward because it may not be the normal rhythm for your family to gather together, to do a devotional together, or to listen to a live stream together. This is We're in uncharted waters in a lot of ways, and so that's going to result in some awkwardness. But what I would also say is that the only thing to make it less awkward is to do it and to make it the norm. And so if it becomes the norm of your family to gather together and to, to do these weekly uh, Bible studies online, these different resources 
courses that we're putting out, if that becomes the norm, it's less and less awkward every time you do it. And so I would just say push through the awkwardness, uh, push through it being a little uncomfortable, push through your teenager probably not wanting to do it sometimes, uh, and and, and just say, hey, this is going to be a priority for our family, and this is going to be something that we're going to be about during this season as a family is making God's Word and making prayer a priority for us as a family, especially in a time like this. And and how cool would it be, man? How cool would it be if God uses this for our families uh, to come together and do some of these things that would continue on past this crisis? I look forward to how God's going to use this in the days, weeks, months, and even years ahead in the life of our families uh, to be able to maybe make a normal rhythm of gathering together for devotions, gathering together for family worship uh, in a way that maybe they had not done previously. Man, I think that's such a good perspective on how to see these next few weeks really as an opportunity. And I would just encourage families as well, continue to make that Sunday morning. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be gathering online, obviously, since we can't gather physically, but but get together as a family at 1045 and and worship together and, and sit under the preaching of God's word together. And and I think David said it, you said it so well, just begin to, to start making some of those habits. If you haven't already, begin to make some of those habits and patterns so that you're going to worship together as a family. You're going to ask some of these questions. David, I so appreciate your leadership. Thank you for the way that you're leading students through this, for the way that you're helping them to kind of frame this in a very biblical way for your insight and advice to parents. And man, I'm just grateful that you were with us for this episode. Man, thanks so much. Glad to be here and uh, look forward to see how God's going to use this season in the days ahead. Thanks for being with us. And a special thank you to you, the members of Lake Murray Baptist Church, and to all of our listeners. Remember, this podcast and the other ministries of Lake Murray Baptist Church are brought to you by the generous tithes and offerings of our church membership. To give to the ministries of Lake Murray Baptist Church, you can follow the link in the description. For more information about Lake Murray Baptist Church, you can always visit our church website, www.lakemurraybc.org. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. By subscribing, you'll be notified whenever a new pod is posted. We hope that you'll join us again next time as we seek to live in light of the gospel in the places where God has placed us for his glory, our joy, and others' good.